Welcome to the Berkhamsted Spotlight, Berkhamsted School's podcast channel. Join our weekly guests from inside the classroom to behind the scenes of our day-to-day activities through to life beyond Berkhamsted School. Find out what it's really like to be part of our remarkable community. Remarkable community indeed. In this episode of the Berkhamsted Spotlight, we're talking to six formers from year 12 and 13 who'll be telling us about the Learning Leaders Programme. We're going to find out what the programme is, what skills our pupils can learn from this, and what they might say to other people thinking about applying for the programme. But enough of this intro, let's dive into the episodes and speak to, first of all, our year 12s. Year 12, thank you for being here on the podcast today. How are you all doing today? Yeah, really well, thank you. I just got back from lacrosse practice. It was nice and sunny for a change, so that was really good to be playing in weather that wasn't absolutely pouring with rain. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm doing well. I think we've all been getting um, some exam results back, so that's been interesting and quite fun for us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I'm, we, we've got our final stage of our Young Enterprise uh, competition process so that's really exciting a little bit nerve-wracking but something to look forward to later on today. Now we're here today to talk about the leadership program for sixth formers but for anyone listening who has no idea about what the leadership program is can one of you just tell me in a snapshot what it is? Uh, I mean it's kind of I think a, a two-fold program in that it, it, it helps all the members of the, the the program to develop their leadership skills um, and and kind of become more confident and learn the skills uh, such as teamwork and, and the collaboration and, and the presentation skills that, that a good leader needs. But also it's about, I think, about giving back to the school and kind of using the, the things we learn throughout the programme about how to learn more effectively to pass on those tips then to the, the senior school and to the younger pupils in a way that is perhaps more digestible for, for younger students. And, and, th- and that way it kind of I think it helps strengthen that link as well between sixth form and the senior school. So it's kind of, it's got several aspects to it, but it's all about learning and and how you can use that learning to develop yourself as a leader. Okay. All right. Thanks for that uh, overview there, Orlando. Ismay and Millie, I wonder if one of you two can just explain how it looks. You know, do you, do you meet up regularly with other uh, people that are in the leadership program? How does it actually work in school? Yeah, so we have training sessions regularly throughout the year and we also have visits from employers. Um, and then from what we've learned, we are able to sort of work in small groups or as a large group together to create content for the different schools. So revision videos or assemblies about what we've learned from the employers and reiterating what Orlando said, making sure that what we learn, we give back to the rest of the school so that they also have the opportunity to understand what we were luckily enough to be able to be taught firsthand. Mm. Yeah, and I think we're also, we also have the opportunity um, later this year, um, I think it's, it's a new thing where we'll be able to go into some of the uh, GCSE classes and help with some of the projects that they're doing um, in terms of helping them understand research and how to learn and, and metacognition and things like that. If I could just jump in there. So, for example... We were when we all joined the program. We were assigned uh, a kind of task to read this book titled "Learning How to Learn" by Barbara Oakley, and essentially it, it teaches lots of kind of learning uh, tips which make learning much more efficient and and much more effective. But it also explains using kind of quite uh, interesting, memorable metaphors 
the science behind why those certain techniques work. And I think for all of us, that's what we found really interesting because once we kind of know why something works, it's a lot more of a compelling reason to then adopt that technique and those styles into our learning. And I think what we want to do as a, a cohort is really transfer that knowledge about the science and not in, not in an overly complex way, but a kind of a, a nod to the, the science behind why certain techniques techniques work. Because I think that, for, especially for the younger pupils too, that will really persuade them that, that these techniques are valuable and yeah, important it helps to, to motivate them. And we're not just saying things for the sake of it. We're saying things, and there is proof behind the reasons we are. Yeah, so exactly. Given. Yeah. yeah. So this might sound like a bit of a loaded question, but do you see a difference in school life then between learning for life as opposed to learning in order to pass an exam? I think definitely academic curiosity has increased, um, especially over the past few years and metacognition and reading around subjects to help your intellectual understanding rather than to help you hit the points on a mark scheme and I yeah. think that's really effective yeah. and is something that's going to help us so much in later life we've had this head start to develop our intellectual curiosity yeah I completely agree because I think it's really important that it goes hand in hand with normal lessons because often in lessons a lot of the time is how to hit the, those points on the mark scheme so I think it's a really important addition to the learning process how you can mm. learn independently yeah and I think I think because you're going to have to learn for the rest of our life it's always going to be something that's there um, and it's something that we should enjoy doing in order to, you know, continue doing it. And I think this kind of programme has really helped us to understand why learning is so important and helped us to kind of enjoy learning more so that it's more, it's not just learning to pass an exam, it's yeah. learning to learn for the rest of our life. Yeah, I've just got a little stat here. Now, apparently in our um, lives, we're going to have up to 40 different jobs in 10 different sectors. I mean, that seems quite Quite, quite, I mean, that surprises me, but but maybe that maybe that will be the case. And I think if if we are going to be switching between careers, we we're not going to be going to university or, or studying, like going to school again to to learn the skills for those new jobs. So I think it's going to be super important that we can independently learn the, the new skills and be really yeah. flexible in in our in our learning. And that's why knowing how to learn effectively is going to be so important, especially in, in for our futures. I see. So tell me a bit more about then how you get onto this program in the first place. Is it available to everybody or do you need to apply for it? How does that selection process work? So it was actually a very thorough and professional process, I thought. So what we had to do initially was anybody in year 12 who wanted to apply. They just There was a learning leader's job description explaining um, kind of characteristics of a learning leader and what would be expected um, from them. And then people anybody could from year 12 could apply via a selection of questions um some which were longer than others so one might have been why is developing as a learner important to you um and then from there it was kind of some people uh, got through and those people then went forward into a group task where we kind of had to collaborate and um innovate a a kind of Pro yeah, it was a, a, project, a, a, yeah. a plan for a local charity helping uh, to, to get youths from, from the local area yeah. to participate in their programme. So kind of how to gain yeah. support from the local Creating community. Creating a programme that would help yeah. the charity. And that was yeah. under timed pressure as well. Yeah. And then we had to do a presentation of that. And then we had individual interviews with the previous learning leaders and with the teachers that were running the programme before where we had to do an elevator pitch as well mm. on what what we thought about what what is learning 
that's how we that's, that's how, how we got we were here successful yeah and i think that that kind of whole process is quite similar to from 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 my knowledge quite similar to a certain university application processes and where you have maybe assessment days and, and job application processes so i think even if you don't end up getting the the role at the end of the whole process i think the process in itself is valuable because it's that yeah and as it as the whole the whole point of the learning leaders program is it's really about experience and i think getting experience in, in even in just the application processes is really important was it quite stressful uh, when you were applying for it um i mean i would say the assessment day it because it was something that I, I don't know about you guys but i'd never done something like that before and i think i mean obviously it was i think probably the best environment to to do it for the first time because you know, yeah. you're with your friends and 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 teachers you know fairly well. Yeah, but I really it still was quite the group task. Yeah, it was yeah. a really good way to. I, I think some elements were more stressful than others. I think the group task was really quite fun because we were all there together. It didn't seem like we were being assessed because it was just an innovative task we all did together. But then um, there was the, the but kind the of interview was the was elevator more pitch. I would say. Yeah, and also I think for personally for me, I think giving the the presentation because. There was a kind of you, it felt a little bit like something kind of like the apprentice or something you were being you there, there were people you were talking to teachers who obviously knew a lot about what you were talking about and you maybe obviously don't know so much about it so you don't want to say something kind of a little bit silly it's, you know it's, it's, a, it's kind of a spotlight moment so i think that was for me that was kind of the most nerve-wracking moment of yeah. it Tell me a little bit more then about the training and the employer visits. Who have you met and what have you learnt from these visits? So, so far we've had two internal training sessions and two visits from external employers. Uh, we had Jonathan Black and Andrew Hart and both of them were talking about sort of life in the workplace and in job interview scenarios. And I think the main things I took away from that was... The transition between school to work and also the key factors to perform well, not only in interviews, but also to sustain your performance once mm. you're in a job and the really important attributes that you have and that you can contribute once you're working with a team of other people. Yeah, and I think the fact that we we were able to hear, well, for example, I think Jonathan Black spoke to us because he's from the, the careers team at, at um, Oxford. I think he was able to speak to us about what he as as an employer sees as the most important skills in an interview and i think hearing those tips from actual employers is really valuable because i mean after all, what could be more more useful advice than from the people who are going to be employing you themselves so it's kind of from the, the hearing that those those tips from the horse's mouth was is gives you really a lot of confidence in your kind of interview styles and and techniques yeah and i think i think it was interesting because i expected a lot of the kind of criteria and the skills for him to be looking for, for both of them to be looking for, to be much more academically driven than yeah. they were. I think a lot of them were um, teamwork and leadership and things like that, which is which really kind of um, proved to me how important this kind of program is. Yeah. You yeah. Know, because, Creativity and yeah. um, being innovative or something. And those soft that are skills. Passed yeah. Over. Because I think, yeah, I mean, we often think that training for a career, it's very much about learning the the academia and going to university to learn those or, or doing an apprenticeship or some form of higher education to learn those skills but actually that's maybe half of it and half of it is is how how can you get on in that team and how can you you know share your ideas with others because 
that's what came across as being that really is what's really important yeah I was just going to say and then we had some in school um kind of internal sessions with teachers so one of them we had metacognition training with three of our teachers who spoke about um, their experience of metacognition and they taught taught us some things about I guess the kind of subject area because none of us really knew much about it and then we had another teacher do a program on coaching and different methods he uses within coaching which was really interesting from a kind of leadership perspective because it it wasn't um, as directive and authoritative as you know some leadership stereotypes are it was very much kind of a collaborative approach to coaching which was yeah. yeah it was really yeah. interesting and not becoming emotionally involved which was also a key thing that I took away from that coaching session and then a question for each of you if you can give a fairly short answer on in what ways you think that a program like this can help you in the future outside of some of the things you've already mentioned such as you know the interview stage of applying for a job in what other ways do you think it can help? I think having a deeper understanding of, as we kind of touched on at the start, methods used for learning and also in careers where you have to learn throughout your career, such as medicine, knowing what works for you so that mm. you can be like time efficient and not necessarily working harder, but working smarter. And the skills that we've learned from this, I would say, really helped me when we were revising for our exams. I knew what worked for me. Um, by taking methods from the Barbara Oakley book. So I would say mm. that's definitely going to help me in the future and are skills, skills I'm going to continue to use throughout my life. Yeah, and in a similar way to how Isme was saying, what works for you in terms of learning, I think also what works for you in terms of leading, because obviously there's, there's not kind of a one style fits all situations or all types of leaders. And I think it gives you experience and exposure to, to test out what works and, and how how you want to shape yourself as a leader. And I think being able to do that before you land your, your dream job or before you really step foot into the workplace. And obviously you're not going to, you're, you're going to continue developing when you get a job, but to have that initial development process in a, I guess, a kind of safe, safe space, as it were, at the school where you can't fail really that much. It's, it's all about experience. It's all about getting yourself out there, putting yourself out there and, and really gain that confidence of, being able to to lead a team and yeah I think on top of that I would just say public speaking skills and yeah. things like that because I think that's so important and kind of the presentations we've had to give um being able to make these videos to mentor younger students things like that it's just practicing kind of articulating your thoughts and presentation skills which I think is going to be really helpful yeah. in yeah. the future and with COVID we've had to adapt which again has been another valuable skill to learn how yeah. to check you, your task might be similar but the way you deliver it is very different to how it's been done in previous years so yeah that was a good challenge that we had yeah. to overcome well, look, Millie and Ismay and Orlando, thank you for giving us uh, giving us your time, but also giving us your understanding, your perspective of life of this programme from a year 12 perspective. Uh, we're going to move across now and talk to a couple of year 13s, but thank you very much for your time. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. So Josh and Jue, you're both year 13 and you've gone through this Learning Leaders programme already. But first of all, how are you both doing today? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. It's really good to see the weather's getting better um, it's very irritating now, Ali Cipher, and it's very irritating because it's it's. I, I just feel like I want it to be one or the other. Like it's fine if it's rainy, it's fine if it's sunny, but just pick. So I think we're in this kind of paradox now where you never know what it's going to be, and it's just very irritating. Yeah, yeah, I really agree about the weather, and I'm really excited to talk about learning leaders 
and how we've been getting on with that and what have we learned from our experience. Okay, well, let's just jump straight into that, Jue. Tell me what you have learned, especially in year 12 and the first half of the first three quarters almost of, of year 13. What have you learned through the programme so far? The key bit that I've learned from this programme is um, how to be a good leader. And the most important thing about that is to be a great leader and also a great follower. So you do not just have to think about your role in setting an example and demonstrating uh, your skills as a leader, but you also have to consider how you would fit in a team and collaborate with others as a follower. Yeah, I think uh, building off that, one, one of the things with the learning leaders that I think is very different to other things that are offered by the school, but just just everything in general. There's no hierarchy in like at all. Even with the teachers, it's it feels very very like we're all in in one team and we're all trying to help each other. But then that doesn't mean that when we have leadership roles, like you do have people that naturally want to take leadership, but it, it feels less forced and more natural as just a. You, you're happy and you have the time to do this and lead it everyone else is kind of happy to follow that which I think to me really contrasts to other positions and other times in the school where it feels very like the leadership is just set and then everyone follows it and I think mm -hmm. it's a lot more representative of, of what happens in the workplace and I think for a lot of people in the learning leaders it's, it's really helped them kind of grasp that and work together in a team more effectively. Thank you Josh. And Jue, when you were thinking about applying for this programme, going back to before you joined it, how did you feel about whether or not you should apply for it? And also, what year were you in when you applied for it in the first place? Yep. So at the start, um, I was quite intimidated by the whole um, process. The application process and everything seemed really professional and approaching that was quite intimidating because you would have you would have to fill up a form, you have to write about your experience in the past, the reason why this is so important to you, and we also had to go through an interview. And that all seemed really professional and really reflective of the employment process in the real world. Um, so I joined in year 12. Even though it's only been a year, I've learned lots of things about employability, and how to put myself out there, even though it seemed intimidating. And I'm glad that I tried because I managed to get through. Because you managed to get through and get onto the program. It's, re it's really good news. So if you were talking to someone then who's maybe coming to the end of year 11 or they're just starting year 12 and they were thinking about joining this program or at least applying for it, then what would you say to that person? Well, I would say that this is such a great opportunity to put yourself in an environment where you have people that are like-minded or have the same level of work ethic as you, people that are passionate to put themselves out there and make the most of their opportunity. I think that's really amazing and you should never give up such an opportunity. And even though it may seem intimidating, it's actually a great experience to like build up your courage and build yourself character-wise. Josh, tell me about a couple of the things that the Year 12s haven't experienced yet that you've already gone through. So I think a big thing that they've missed out on just because of the timings with COVID was the um, the trip into London that we did. So we had a whole day off school. We obviously covered for it, but we had a, a whole full day where 
we um, went into London together and went into a, a group of project managers and it was really good to get a grasp of kind of how the workplace operated. They took us around the offices, they explained more about their profession and teamwork skills that are generally important for any role in, in the workplace, not just their specific profession. Mm-hmm. And it was really good to kind of get a first-hand experience of that, particularly for people that would never really have been exposed to that otherwise, which is 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 very surprising to me that kids nowadays are just expected just to transition from school to the workplace without any kind of buffer zone. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people find it very difficult. And I think bridging that gap through the the trip to the workplace was really beneficial for all of us. But when you talk about that transition from school into the workplace, I mean, a lot of these leadership skills and qualities, surely they're taught when people join a workplace. So, you know, should, should people just wait until they join the workplace? I mean, I, I would disagree. I would disagree. I think there's, there's I, I mean, I wouldn't say if you wanted to, if, if you were planning on taking a, a driving test and being a really good driver and, and doing all of this stuff, you just show up on the day and, and learn as you go. And I think a lot of these things can't be taught, especially when you're in the workplace. Um, because when you're in a stressful situation like that, you just default to what you're what you're used to doing. And if you're used mm. to being in school and people are just telling you what to do and you get you just go along with it and you're not sure how to take leadership or how to work in a team, and then you get thrown into this stressful workplace situation with a bunch of people that you don't know and there's all these expectations it's it's very easy for people to just default back to what they're used to doing so i don't think it's ever too early to try and develop these skills good answer i like it josh i like it and jiwei can you tell me why you think leadership skills are, are so important we're, we're told in life that leadership skills are important but why do you why do you feel that they're important yourself i feel like when it comes to every single decision we make as a person in life Um, leadership roles is so important because um, you're not only taking control of your life but also you need to learn how to manage your environment like in your working environment and also your personal life so learning to be a leader not just in your personal life by taking control and finding the right direction it's also about like externalizing your skills and your soft skills and demonstrating to people what you can do. And that's really important in workplace as well. Adding on to what Josh has mentioned, um, why it's so important to like learn it before you enter your uh, work environment is that you're able to set yourself apart from others and really prove to others that you can diversify yourself and your skills. And Jue, are you thinking of going to university next year? Yes. And how do you think the Learning Leaders program can help the pair of you for going off to university next year? Well, I think I'll jump in on that first. I think uh, it, 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 it's, it's important in everything. Leadership is, I would say, one of the most, if not the most important soft skill that can be taught just because of how much it interleaves with everything else, like confidence and not arrogance, working well in a team, all of these things just come hand in hand. And mm. if we think about life in a business or even as as kind of freelance work all of it relies so heavily on how well people collaborate and work together and teamwork is is so fundamental to that i think even even going into university like outside of the education side being in a new environment with new people 
and learning to work together with them. If you have to, if you can't uh, get to a lecture, getting people to send you notes, all of these kind of social skills that build onto leadership. And then all of the stuff outside of the purely educational side of university. I, I don't think the importance can be overstated in this aspect. Yeah, I agree. And I think like how university is really different from school and how your community is more diverse. And in school, you're often like encouraged by teachers and adults to interact with other people. Whereas in university, you have a lecture room full of people that you never met and they're all mm. from very different backgrounds. And this is a form of leadership where you have to approach people and interact with them yourself. Yeah, mm. definitely. I think that's a, that's a very important point and a very important distinction that people don't really, um, really grasp. There's, there's, no, there's no real structure. There's no real point of call. It's very you're, you're on your own steam now and you are, you are the one that's paying to be there. Mm. And quite frankly, universities are businesses they will operate the business the the cheapest they can. And it's your responsibility to get the most out of your money and make the, you know, make the universities... A great platform for a great platform your social and, skills. And take advantages of it. And all of the teamwork aspect and all of the leadership aspect, uh, I think you just have to do that to make the most of it and actually actually get a good uh, good experience out of university as a whole. Well, it sounds like you're both definitely going to get the most from university. I'm, I'll bet you're both looking forward to it and I'm sure you'll both go far as definitely. well. Thanks very much for your time and coming on to this podcast episode. It's been really, really good talking to you both. Thank you. No worries. Thank you too. Thank you. And that was years 12 and 13, talking about the Learning Leaders Programme at Berkhamsted. Thank you to all of you for spending the time with us today on this podcast episode. If you have any questions about this programme or anything else you've heard, then feel free to contact the school directly. And also, don't forget that if you're not yet following this podcast channel, then now's the time to do so, because then when the next episode is released, you'll receive a small notification just to let you know that it's out, which means that you won't miss it. But that's for the next episode. Thank you again for listening to this episode, and we look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye for now.